This is the Statman Sports Podcast, where we keep topics in context. This is your host, Steve Duffus, who is still wondering why the Seahawks didn't run the ball. Ah, it's a beautiful day to talk sports, baby. Welcome to episode number 81 of the Statman Sports Podcast. This is your host, Steve Duffus. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're a first-time listener, for those of you who've been here since day one, thank you again so much for showing that support since day one. Today's episode is going to be filled with some amazing topics. You guys are wondering, well, what are we going to talk about, man? It's 81 weeks in. We haven't had sports for a little while now. Well, that's a lie. Sports has been on for a little bit, but it's not so much to talk about. But this past weekend and, and how the traction has been going for these past weeks, we've been getting more NFL news and more NBA news as the big leagues are going to restart again nba is going to restart july 30th the nfl is still scheduled to start at the regular time but over the weekend cam newton finally got signed and guess to who to the new england patriots so we're going to talk about the implications of cam newton signing there with the new england patriots are the bills still favored to win that division how is that going to affect the afc and of course we're also going to talk about the nba bubble <laughs> that bubble looks strong still but is it going to be strong because a few players have been falling out they are not going to be there in the bubble team players that are on playoff teams and teams that are could potentially actually make the playoffs so we're going to talk about those implications of those players falling out how is it affecting their families how are the teams affected and what the nba world is saying about everything that's been going on so of course Man, I cannot wait to share these informations with you guys. I want to discuss the topics, discuss the numbers, and how they're going to fill into all this stuff. So with no further ado, guys, let's just get right into it. What are you talking about, bro? Huh? What are you talking about, man? Woo! What? <laughs> bro, what are you talking about, man? Let me take this moment to say that Cam Newton finally has a job. We have been clamoring for weeks. We have been crying out for weeks. How is Ryan Tannehill getting a job? How is Nick Foles getting a job? How is all these other players that has not produced at Cam Newton's level getting a job? And finally, Cam Newton landed him a job we know we a lot of us can relate to what cam newton has been through you graduated from college you're probably making a transition into the the, the real world you know you feel like you have done everything you need to do over the past years in college for you to do everything to get a job that you want you go to interview after interview after interview and all you get is back all you get back is responses emails saying well you have the credentials but you don't have enough enough experience it's kind of like Cam Newton went through the same thing. He's an NFL MVP. He's the all-time touchdown leader for quarterbacks in NFL history. He has countless NFL great moments. He led the Carolina Panthers back to the Super Bowl since 2003 when they played the New England Patriots. Granted, they did lose to the Denver Broncos controversial controversial things happened during that game against the Denver Broncos but nevertheless Cam Newton stomped his name in the NFL 
as one of the best players, one of the best quarterbacks this league has ever seen. Yes, that's how great Cam Newton is. In nine NFL seasons, Cam Newton has finished five times as a top four QB in fantasy football. 29,041 passing yards, 182 touchdowns, 58 rushing touchdowns. That's the most amongst any quarterback in NFL history from the dawn of fantasy sports. And for those of you listeners, if you're probably tuning in for the first time, I must make this very clear. Those of us who have played fantasy football or any fantasy sport for that matter, Fantasy sports is a reflection of what happens in real life. So if your fantasy team is doing really well, if your fantasy team is really winning, that means your players are producing at a high level in real life in the games. And Cam Newton had arguably one of the top 10 best fantasy seasons in 2016. Now, a lot of people are wondering, why is Cam Newton put on such a high praise? It's not because he signed with the New England Patriots. It's just because, newsflash, Cam Newton is just good. Cam Newton, just like many countless athletes, sometimes you are hit with injuries. And I understand the concern, so let's just look at this neutrally. Cam Newton has not played a game since week two of the 2019 season. He had a foot fracture. He has soldier injuries. In 2018, he missed partial season for that same shoulder injury. And there's a reason for that. The way Cam Newton plays football... The way that Cam Newton has been effective over his career is diving headfirst. He goes the extra yard. He does what is necessary to get his team a first down. You can't tell a player like Cam Newton to just slow down. He's just not going to do that because that's not in his DNA. How do you think he won at Auburn? That's how Cam Newton was. He is Superman. He carries his team. So I am glad that Cam Newton finally found a home and a landing space with the New England Patriots. And I, and I feel so sorry for the Buffalo Bills fans. I really feel sorry for them. Because before the New England Patriots signed Cam Newton, they were favored to win the AFC East. After 20 years of dominance for the New England Patriots, we all thought, ah, man, this New England Patriots dynasty is over. Rob Gronkowski retired. Tom Brady went to the Buccaneers. The offense is atrocious. You know, what What are they going to do for the 2020-2021 season? Well, Bill Belichick said, welcome Cam Newton. <laughs> the fact is, we don't know what's going to happen. But one thing I know for sure. In anything you do in life, consistency matters. Think about this. I'm doing podcasting. I have been doing it for two years. The numbers have been steadily growing. But I believe my numbers have been steadily growing. Not just because of people knowing who I am. Or my podcast having the name it has. No. I believe my numbers have been growing because I've been keeping the consistency. I've been producing on a weekly basis whether i felt good or not whether this content i try to give you listeners what you want sports analytics numbers why do i think that way and for the new england patriots it's the same they have not won the super bowl for 20 straight years matter of fact there was a gap for for eight years that they didn't win the super bowl 
but they were consistently in the playoffs. And that's what makes the New England Patriots signing Cam Newton mind-blowing. How can it be? How can it be? And let me find my notes here so I can read this off to you. Before Cam Newton got signed this offseason, these were the quarterbacks that were signed to big contracts. Ryan Tannehill, four years, $118 million. Teddy Bridgewater, three years, $63 million. Tom Brady, two years, $59 million. Drew Brees, two for 50. Nick Foles, three for 24. Phillip Rivers, one for 25. Jason... Taysom Hill, sorry, two years, 21 million. Andy Dalton, a year, seven years max. Jameis Winston, one year and 4.9 million max. And then finally, Cam Newton over the weekend, one year, 7.5 million max. Now, listen to these names. What has Jameis Winston done? Uh, Led the league in interceptions for the past four years? Andy Dalton, what has he done? Not make the playoffs for the past, what, seven years? Teddy Bridgewater, what has he done? Been injured? So how are these dudes getting contracts and Cam Newton couldn't get one? So I'm very glad he actually went to New England. And shout out to Greg Jennings on FS1 for pointing out the fact that Cam Newton was going to go to New England. I don't know how he got the information. I don't know if it was just a hunch. But good job, Greg Jennings. And I'm here to tell you guys, the New England Patriots signing Cam Newton with Josh McDaniels as the offensive coordinator with Bill Belichick, the mastermind that he is. With Matt Castle, he won 11 games. Think about that. Matt Castle. Where's Matt Castle now? Don't worry. I'll wait. Where is he now? We don't know where he's at. Cam Newton with the New England Patriots is going to be devastating for the AFC. The offense cannot be worse than it was last year. The offensive line is finally healthy. And that's what Cam Newton needs. The one season he was the MVP. Cam Newton arguably had the best offensive line in the NFL. And now with the New England Patriots over the course of of the past 20 years having consistently top five top 10 offensive lines and now that they're fully healthy cam newton is going to do something that (laughs) a lot of people are going to regret not signing him he's motivated if you saw that video on youtube on twitter circulating cam newton says all he knows is work and that's all cam newton has been doing cam newton has a personal vendetta with the Carolina Panthers he says it's all love but he has a vendetta with them he said I didn't want to leave they wanted me to leave so there's a strain there so I personally cannot wait for Cam Newton to perform this NFL season with everything with COVID going on we don't know what's going to happen and and of course, we're seeing what's going on with the NBA as well. I mean, they're scheduled to start July 30th, but that's something we're going to talk about in our next segment. But hey, what 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 is going to happen? What I know for sure is that they're going to get the best out of Cam Newton in New England. I know that for sure. We all know the culture in New England. There's no they play no games. You come focus, and I think Cam is focused. Cam is holding. A notebook and he's writing down people's name we all saw the last dance documentary michael jordan had a cvs pharmacy receipt type list of people 
that he put on there that he checked off every night to motivate himself. And I think Cam Newton has a, a similar list to this in the NFL. Cam Newton, 58 rushing touchdowns. All-time leader amongst quarterbacks. Do you think Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels not going to drop something in their offensive schemes to utilize Cam Newton the way they can? All Cam Newton needs to do is do everything in his possibility to stay healthy. And the New England Patriots are going to be a problem. And that's going to be a big issue for many AFC teams. You think the New England dynasty is over? We thought it was over. But apparently, it is not. Welcome Cam Newton to the New England Patriots. Quick advertisement. What's up, guys? If you're looking for a great logo like the Statman Sports Podcast logo, if you're looking for a podcast cover just like the podcast, you can always go to 99designs.com. That's the place you can find the best of the best creative designers. And for a fixed price, you get unlimited changes till you get the design that fulfill your needs. That is 99designs.com. We also have an affiliate link that we will post in the show note description that will get you the right design that you need. 99designs.com forward slash Statman podcast. With no further ado, let's just get to the next segment. I'm confused, bro. That don't make any sense. I'm a little confused here, bud. Welcome back, everybody. If you have been listening to the past few episodes... Uh, yes, we've been covering The Last Dance. Uh, we brought on some guests as well. We talked about some baseball. And last week, particularly, Andrew and I, our guests are a former Lake Nations writer. Uh, we talked about the NBA bubble when we got the news that the NBA put out a 113-page handbook to the NBA players and the staff and the referees. The entire organization pretty much needs to follow these guidelines and rules as they go into the NBA bubble. So as we're reading through, if you got some time because i haven't got the time to read all the pages but i skimmed through them you see that there are certain guidelines that need to be applied in order for you know the nba to keep the precautions and to keep the measures and to keeping the players and their family members their friends you know staff members you know catering companies pretty much everybody healthy but this was last week or you can say a week and a half ago two weeks even this week I am a bit skeptical as to what's actually going to happen in this bubble. And the reason why I say that is because during this past week, notably this weekend, there's been many NBA players that have been tested positive for COVID-19. And the reason for that is because the season is restarting in a month and teams need to start making their way over to the bubble because, you know, there's there's quarantining they need to do before and then there's quarantining after they need to do after they get in the bubble. And then you need to apply these guidelines to these players. So they need to make sure they get in there in time so they can start their training for, you know, the end of the regular season to go into the playoffs. Now, the issue I am having currently is that part of the business of podcasting part of the business at least in sports is that you need to take information you need to read it if you have an opinion on it you need to write it and if you need to voice it you need to voice it where people understand where you're coming from last week with andrew we both agreed that it's a great thing that the nba is restarting because the players need it we as the fans need it we practically have been stuck at home for a little while but what we all agreed on the most important thing is everybody's health and it seems like the players 
themselves now are not fully healthy. It's not applicable to every NBA player that's going to go into this bubble. And it's not applicable to every NBA team. What we're saying is, as we're seeing the testing coming along, more players are getting tested. We don't know what they're doing with their daily activities. We don't know where these players have been over the past couple weeks. But the fact that some of them are testing positive, and especially some players that happens to be on some of these teams that need to play to end this regular season, is quite concerning to me. And my opinion is changing ever so faster because as i said as of last week i was cool with the nba restarting but then as i'm listening to more podcasts as i'm listening to other players voicing their concerns players already falling out it started out with the timeline where players had this conference call where they all talked about hey we want the nba to restart but at what expense dwight howard notably one of the players for the Los Angeles Lakers stated that if it's up to him he probably won't be playing because he's concerned about his safety so did Kyrie Irving voice Kevin Durant said even if he was healthy he's probably not going to participate the New Jersey Nets the Brooklyn Nets rather they're about to look like a JV League team because half of his squad is not going to be there Kevin Durant is injured Kyrie Irving voice said he's not going to be there DeAndre Jordan got tested positive as of this recording june 30 2020 he got tested positive on the 28th and he announced it on the 29th then there is spencer dinwiddie who's the only guy in the nets the only notable guy in the nets is probably going to participate during this nba bubble sequence then we find out other players in tennis have been testing positive novak djokovic have been testing positive that's a whole different area but my point is that people are testing positive. Players are testing positive. We have, it seems like we're losing control about what's happening. So even with having all these guidelines in place, even keeping everyone in this seemingly big bubble, it's not a guarantee that people are not going to get sick. And again, I'm going to reiterate, I'm going to re-emphasize. Yes, last week... I agree that we should start the NBA, but at what expense now? And again, now I'm having a problem with all these players getting tested positive. The crazy thing about this virus is, is we don't know who can, who has it and who doesn't have it. You can be asymptomatic for weeks. You can be in interaction with so many people and you have no clue that you have this virus. Again, now that they're testing, they're finding out that DeAndre Jordan just got it. Let's just choose him as an example. Do we know that he was asymptomatic? Do we know that? How long has he has this, has this thing going on with him? How long has he been carrying this virus around? Are we sure that other people that he came in interaction with don't have it either? So yeah, sure, this two-week quarantine is all great and everything, but that's the whole point as to why the government told us all to stay home in the first place. We all thought the government's out here taking out our freedom. No, the government's just trying to protect you from her and her from you. Meaning, he's trying to protect you from your homie and your homie trying to protect, the government's trying to protect the homie from you. Because we don't know who has it and who doesn't until you get tested. And maybe when you do get tested, it could be that you probably already had it for a couple of days, a couple of weeks even. And that's the issue right now. 
the NBA is trying to do everything it can. I must give them kudos for that. They're trying to do everything they can to restart this NBA season because Lord knows I need it. I'm sure a lot of you need it as well. I know you listeners are fiending for the sports. I'm doing fine right now because I watch football slash soccer. So I am good for right now. I don't care so much for baseball. It doesn't really matter because I don't watch baseball until the playoff starts anyway. Well, almost the playoff starts. I should actually do a better job and start watching more baseball games. But you get my point. There is there is a need for sports to be around. We, we need to come together. And especially in this time. <laughs> We've been doing this since March. But at the end of the day, our safety is what matters the most. The Bucks, the Clippers, the Lakers, the Nets, Wizards, Pelicans. We saw the schedule come out for July 30th. It's going to start out with the Pelicans and the Lakers. The Lakers playing the Clippers. First night out, Lakers playing the Clippers. And the Pelicans are playing the Jazz. That's a great big game. But again, my concern is, yes, July 30th is literally one month away. What can transpire in that one month? What precautions are the NBA taking currently outside the bubble? Are they leaving the responsibility to the players, to the teams, to the doctors? That's what I'm a bit confused about. Yes, players need to report to the camp. They need to report to the bubble now. But what measures are we really taking right now to make sure that no one else falls into this COVID pandemic and especially the NBA players those that need to be inside that bubble because there's no point to be inside this bubble that's supposedly supposed to be safe and then there's a breakout in there as well so there's a lot of things the NBA need to again reconsider but from my standpoint I believe that it's a bit concerning that even though the NBA put so much money into restarting this that's they're still thinking about going through with this again a lot can happen within this month things can get better but things can also get worse we have to look at it both sides if you heard fred van vliet this past weekend on an interview he said he thinks that the best thing to do and we all know it he uses word. he said we all know that the nba should not restart isn't that concerning enough the nba champion who's eager to defend their championship he is speaking for many other players who possibly are not speaking up that the fact that the NBA need to be more concerned about players health Avery Bradley notably one of the main key pieces for the Lakers he decided he'd rather stay home with his son and take care of his son than having to go to the bubble and play again in this month are more players going to take that route are they going to decide to say you know what i'd rather stay close to my family rather than going to the nba bubble and playing what's more important their health or basketball they're getting paid regardless but again people what is more important as much as i want the nba to be back as much as i want basketball on my screen as much as I want to record podcast episodes about the NBA, is it really safe? Is it something that we should be pushing to be happening at the moment? Again, things can get better, but things can also get worse. 
and in the United States of America, we're still having this outbreak going on everywhere. Things seem to be better some places, things seem to get worse in other places. And especially now in Florida, where this bubble is supposed to be, they had record high COVID cases. So are we really putting our NBA players in these positions where they have to make life decisions? That is the million dollar question. Because again, even though they might be in this bubble, they're still risking their life. Well, not necessarily your life, but they're risking their health. That can possibly lead to you losing your life, as we saw in the past when this pandemic began. So that's something I want us to think about. Is it necessary for us to start this NBA season? And of course, something I didn't even get into, but something I want you to think about as you listen to this episode, whenever you do listen to it, is this NBA championship is going to have an asterisk anyway. People are going to say, no, that's something we shouldn't be talking about. But yes, this NBA championship is going to have an asterisk next to it. So there's a lot to think about, but that's where I stand right now with this NBA season. Maybe next week it's going to change. I don't know. Ah, we've come to the end of another episode. That was episode number 81 of the Statman Sports Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. As usual, I appreciate you guys' support. Again, I will never stop showing and giving you all the credit, man, because I'm here because of you guys. So before I let you guys go, though, you can hit that subscribe button if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite platform is for, for listening to my podcast. I appreciate you subscribing. And of course, you can leave a review for us as well. You can, you can leave it on the podcast or you can leave it on the Instagram page, on the Facebook page. And I always welcome you guys' review. And by the way, by the way, statmansportspodcast.com was available. When I initially started the podcast, it wasn't available. So I went ahead and bought it. So just so you know, you can now visit our, our website at statmansportspodcast.com as well. And you'll be able to go to the page that you've always been going to. Um, also... We are 19 episodes away from episode 100. I have something in mind that I'm like, um, want to do. I have been preparing for it for a couple of months, actually. Um, I've been reaching out to a few people, but I also want you guys to be involved in episode 100. Again, it's 19 episodes away, 19 weeks away, but I start preparing for it right now because this is who I am. I like to do things. I like to be prepared. I like to give you good content. So I cannot wait, God willing, for us to get to episode 100 and share it with you guys. Yeah, man, that's all we have for you today. And uh, we'll see you next week. But for right now, Statman signing out, baby. Thanks for listening to the Statman Sports Podcast. See you next time.